0: Today's daf is Maseches Sukbaos daf Lamed Zayin. At the end of the Mishnah on yesterday's daf, we had the halacha we discussed over the past pages within the principle of Kimle, but the Ramine concept, where you have two punishments that come for one sin that happens at the same time, two punishments on that one sin, and the halacha is that we give the person the more harsh punishment over the less harsh punishment. Oh, so that was the classic case where a person steals a wallet on Shabbos, and they transfer it from one domain to the other. They violated Shabbos. They violated theft. Shabbos violation is, carries a much heavier punishment. We give them that heavier punishment than the punishment for theft. person who is both obligated to be executed and to pay money is exempt from the chiyuv mamon from the monetary payment. Our Mishnah quoted the Mishnah we just had yesterday, the source of... For this, from the Pasuk and Shemot, Chafal Chavbez, ason, Anoshia anesh, and yet no harm follow, he shall be punished. Asher but isn't the rule of Kimle, the learned from Dvarim 25, if the guilty one is to be flogged, to be lashed. The court has the court has him lie down and gives lashes by count as warranted by his offense. Says the Gemara, we learn from here. The Gemara ends up saying that we need both psukim. So we're saying that this idea based on what he's done, one one act. One action he's going to be punished on, or one action he's going to be judged on, and not more than one. So the gemarians ends up saying we need both. We need the one by, by Shmot Chafalaf, we need the one in Dvarim. One is teaching us that we take the harsher punishment when it's a death penalty versus a monetary penalty, and the other one teaches us that we take the lashes over the monetary. When it comes to the Death penalty chiyuv mita. We learned that even if it was bishogig, we discussed this the other day. The person doesn't end up being executed. It was an unintentional act. We still apply Kim the So he doesn't get executed, and he's exempt from paying. Yet it's true dina shemayim, heavenly law. He should pay, but the essential laws that the person is exempt. However, when it comes to when it comes to lashes, it's different. Argues of Yochanan only when the sin was. Intentional, do we say Kim Lim We get him on the lashes, not on the monetary. What's the relevance? This is critical considering today we don't have judges to carry out these punishments of lashes. Maybe a sinner should pay money instead. Tomorrow's the Mahar Sadaf quoted a case, somebody had a safer Torah, Torah school in his home, and one day a crazy guy who had a bone to pick shows up in the house, picked up a bottle of ink, poured it on the on the parchment, and ruined all the letters. Two people there warned him and said, you're about to violate a Torah prohibition the Torah of of uh, you're, you're erasing the name of God, whose sin carries a punishment of lashes. He said he knew exactly what he was doing and he's going to go ahead and do it anyway. The question was, can the court get him to pay for the damage he caused? So we have a Torah, who says that a person who muzzled their animal at their threshing hour, at the threshing floor, which the Torah prohibits, but did so in a way that is a that is a Doubt, doubtful prohibition does not receive lashes. Jumps to Beis Yosef and asks why the tour is bringing up an irrelevant halakha. There's no lashes administered in our contemporary times. Beis Yosef says the tour must have been just been quoting the Rambam and wasn't necessarily telling us a practical halakha. Comes to comes the Bach and says no. The reason why the tour told us told us this is to say that ain't a The person doesn't get lashes based on a doubt and also causes and also causes. Uh, damage. We don't say no, da- no lashes today. Therefore, pay up, but rather and he's going to be exempt. The shach disagrees and holds up his manazeb with no malkot, no lashes. We do not apply this would relate back to the question about the Sefer Torah. In explains that the whole purpose of warning a sinner is twofold. One, to clarify if the act was intentional or unintentional and two, to ensure that the, vi- that the violator is aware of the severity of their actions. As the Gemara says, the person says, I know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to die because of this sin, which could mean, like the Bach is saying, he accepts on himself the possibility of the punishment, even even if in reality it can't happen like our case, or like the shach, that he accepts to be punished in reality because we don't have punishments in our times, we never really accept, he never really accepted upon himself the punishment. In other words, the punishment of lashes for ruining the Sefer Torah I'll have to pay up. The message is taking responsibility for one's actions is critical in a time without the threat of courts, without the threat of the basin. Our regular actions will catch up with us. They will certainly impact us negatively as people and how others view us as well.